What is the single most important thing you can do to both increase your productivity in programming and also to learn faster? My name is Eric Normand and this these are my thoughts on functional programming. Now this is not actually uh, directly related to functional programming, it's orthogonal to the paradigm, but it's kind of related because the answer that I want to give is that you want fast feedback, and the language that started the whole live coding thing, as as far as I know, is Lisp. And it's a functional language, so it's kind of tangentially related. But in Lisp, you have a REPL. And you're coding to a live environment. The compiler is always available to you. In whatever, you know, you're in an environment, you're adding code, you're compiling it, you're adding values to the global namespace. And... That lets you do so much in terms of learning, so you can very quickly test something out, change one little thing, see what it does, change another little thing, see what it does. And for learning, so you're, you're actually always learning two things. You are learning the domain, like what are you programming about? Right? Is this an accounting system? Is it, is it a database? Is it an e-commerce system? You're, you're, you're learning about the domain and how best to represent it. But you're also learning the language and the system and the environment it's in. So you're learning, oh, what does this function do with the, if I put in a nil for the second argument? Or uh, how, how does it... Does it, can I uh, access this database in, in constant time so I can do it in a loop? You know, you're all constantly asking these kinds of questions. And the REPL has the answers. The REPL has all the answers because it's just like a live system. It's just like production, running in production. So the learning and the programming are actually just the same thing. Right? You're, always, you're always learning about how best to program the system and how best to represent your domain. And that's what programming is. And so I actually was talking to someone yesterday who, totally new to Clojure, got the wheel up and running with totally unfamiliar to him but because it had such fast feedback he could change one little value in the program he had a sample program that came, like the, that came with the full pro tutorial he could change one thing and see what happened change another thing and see what happened and because he could make such small changes he, he was never that far away from a working program and he could really understand every little bit 
uh, that he needed to to get what he needed done done. Now imagine if you had a slower feedback loop. You know, this is he could do this within a second, right? You make a change, save the file, and then within a second you see the difference on, on in the GUI in the in, on the web browser. Not exactly a REPL, but for something that's very GUI intensive, that's what you want. You want to see the change right away. And so he was able to learn this thing. And imagine if he did have a slower loop, a slower feedback loop, he would start to feel the pain of like, oh, I don't want to try one more thing. Why don't I think about it a little more? Why don't I uh, try to guess what it's going to do? Because it's faster to guess and because sometimes you guess right and then you... Uh, then, then you, you know you, you save that time of having to test it. Whereas if you had a fast feedback loop, you wouldn't have to guess. You could get it right, or you could get it wrong ten times, and finally find the right answer. So, this is the thing that I probably think Closure does the best. You know, Clojure is pretty good at functional programming. It's pretty good with concurrency. It's pretty good. I mean, those things are important, and it's you know pretty good. It's still it's good, right? It's good enough. It's better than good enough for those things. But other there are, there's a lot of competition for functional programming. There's a lot of competition for concurrency. But but that fast feedback. I don't know if anyone can keep up. I mean, maybe other Lisps, right? Um, Common Lisp makes it really easy. Racket makes it easy. Scheme makes it easy. But Clojure also makes it easy on both the JVM and in ClojureScript on the browser or on Node. So it's, it's one of the things that I set up. I spend a lot of time setting up so that I can move quickly. Because I don't want to have to guess so much and make assumptions. And I just want to be able to, to try it out, ask questions. Now, if there's one thing that marks a, a, an expert list programmer over a beginner list programmer, it's it's reliance on the REPL. A master will do the REPL more. And one thing I, I encourage my students to do as much as, as possible is, you know, they'll ask me questions like, oh, what, what, does, what does MAP do again when you... It's like, don't ask me, ask the REPL. What if I don't know? What if I'm wrong? The REPL is never wrong. I'm wrong all the time, and sometimes I don't know, and I'm going to ask the REPL. That's going to be my way to figure out the answer to your question. But figure out a way to do a tiny little experiment that, that you can do right in the REPL that will, you know, have a hypothesis. The hypothesis is that 
nils are going to crash this function and run it on nil and see right so if if you are trying to get better at closure or uh, any other lisp for that matter i would say that's that's a huge thing is is asking the REPL more questions if you're confused about how does this thing work get into a REPL set up a little experiment and try to figure out yourself using the REPL the answer to your question right well I mean, besides that, the other technique that, that is very common for working in the REPL is to kind of work inside out. So in small pieces, evaluate the forms that you would put in the function. Or like write the function and, you know, if there's four steps that you want to complete, just make it output the first step and see if that's right. And then do the second step with the output of the first step and see if that one is right. And then add the third step and then add the fourth step. And um, then eventually you've got it debugged. But you've debugged it one step at a time. Instead of writing all four steps down and then seeing that the answer is wrong and you don't know what happened. Or if you did do that and you're like, I don't know what happened. Well, break it down. Comment out the three steps and just start with one. Did I get that first thing right? And it might seem slower because sometimes you would get it right the first time in those four steps. But in, in general, you're not going to get it right. And doing smaller steps is easier to stay within a working program. All right, so this is my thoughts on fast feedback. Not exactly functional programming related, but uh, tangential and um, still something I'm, I'm super interested in. So uh, those were my thoughts. Do it, fast feedback, as fast as possible. All right, see y'all later, bye.